everybody and welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. My name is Mixie. Hi everybody, my name is Steve. And we got to sit down with Steven and Kala to talk about life after the show, everything that they've been up to, what's going on with Bubbles, which you guys are not prepared to hear that story. Whatever you think is going on with Bubbles, you're wrong. <laughs> if you were to try to come up with a scenario, you'd be like, you know, I wonder, I wonder what's happening with Bubbles right now. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to guess. You just wouldn't. It's a fascinating story. We get into that. Plus, we get into um, what they thought of the edit. Did this come out of left field for Steven? Did he base his entire future on just her being a wild card? And, uh, you know, I say, listen, I've had a beef with you, and we need to <laughs> squash this. Like two men, like two grown men. Whether he squashes it or not, who knows? Because he might have a vendetta against me, too. Kurt was supposed to be on this interview. Unfortunately, his internet was like 1991 internet, and it just was <laughs> not It was not having a good day, okay? So he dropped off literally right at the beginning of this call, and we just soldiered on with Stephen and Calla. So we're hoping to get him back at some time, and um, hopefully we can ask him all the burning questions we have for him. You guys sit back and relax. This is a great one. So please enjoy Stephen and Kala. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Really appreciate it. No, we're, we're, we're happy to have you here 100%. We are going to dive right into questions because we have a ton of them. Um, mm -hmm. Stephen, I'm sure you know, as I'm sure you and Kala both know, we've been talking to the girls as they've been um, exiting. And I made a promise to one of them, and I have to make sure that I keep that promise. Mm -hmm. Drea wants a birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> and you owe her one. <laughs> I do. She made me the most amazing birthday cake, and it did not even make the episode. Oh. This thing was like, she made this with so no good. recipe, like just straight out of yeah. like finding ingredients out of the kitchen. And it was incredible. She's an amazing cook and yeah. baker, I will say. Yeah. She was like the cook of the house <laughs> for the woman. Yeah, that's what everybody was saying. And I like all of the girls even were like, you have to make sure Steven gets her a cake because the mm -hmm. cake was just unlike anything else. And then you dumped her on her birthday. So I just wanted <laughs> to make sure <laughs> that I do. I need to get her one. OK, as long as that's noted that that works. Yeah. OK. Yeah. <laughs> well, OK, getting into it, Steven, we got to know a lot about your background um, in the season one thing that really stood out that twitter loved and honestly the whole world loved was you were spoon fed until you were 11 <laughs> now Kala, have you taken up that that job now are you spoon feeding steven is he requesting that from you no thankfully he can feed himself now um <laughs> thank goodness yeah there was one time during the episode it was our last yeah. date was it the last no, day? it was during the corn maze. It was during the corn yeah. maze. They didn't even air it. Uh, we're eating dinner in Cala. Uh, I think we're eating mashed potatoes or something. And she literally I did like up. the airplane spoon feed in. <laughs> <laughs> How did that not make it? Are you kidding me? I know. I don't know. That I know. <laughs> That's incredible. Wow. That is absolutely amazing. I will say, I know that was a big, big thing uh, online. But I, I got to hand it to you. Absolute boss move by getting the photo <laughs> after and putting it on with the TMZ thing. Yep. That was amazing. A-plus content, my friend. Congratulations. Yeah, you know, I figured I might as well, uh, you know, get on the front side of saving face and just, yeah. you know, own it. 
That's a that's a very good call. That's a, that's a big time strategy there. We just watched the finale. Mm-hmm. You guys have obviously seen it. The world has seen it. And I think a lot of people are going, where did this come from? Out of nowhere, apparently. I assume that's not what happened. Would you like to maybe like clear this up a bit? And, you know, obviously it might be a little difficult watching it considering like, oh, it's got to be showing. They got to be getting it to it. They got to be going yeah, a little. Yeah, for sure. How are you feeling about that now? For sure. You know, uh, watching the episodes, obviously you understand what editors are trying to do and mislead the viewers to where it's a big surprise at the end. Um, but as we were watching the episodes, uh, Cal and I kept talking and we're like, okay, the next episode, they're going to start changing the narrative and show our connection <laughs> mm-hmm. because uh, otherwise this audience, these viewers are going to be like, what just happened? Uh, I mean, the, you know, and we uh, we kept expecting it, kept expecting it. And then up into the finale, we're like, all right, this is the one, you know, this is the one where it's going to be evident that you and I have this great connection. And then it shows mostly Annie and me. I and know. then at the very end, it's like, Cal is a wild card. That's what I like. Yeah, literally. Yeah. The, only, the only nice thing he said about me, I mean, obviously he said much more, but they edited it out, was that I was a wild card. Yep. So yes. that's why yep. he chose me, guys. Unpredictable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, speaking as another guy, that can be the case sometimes. You know, sometimes yeah, you're just yeah. like, eh, I, I'm going for it. Just literally was basing my entire decision off that. She's a yeah. wild card. So yeah. yeah. Yep. No, unfortunately, a lot of the edits um, were cut. We did form a really strong connection early on it just wasn't shown okay that's what i was gonna ask like when when did you guys like really i uh like steven especially like obviously you had a ton of choices Kala had two but like when did it really start to narrow in on Kala? so you noticed on episode one the one thing they did leave in the episode is whenever i'm talking to the women the first conversation we have Kala tells me her stepdad owns a cattle ranch and you instantly see me you see my face yeah uh i had a lot of my family text me at that time they're like oh you're hooked And I didn't, obviously I didn't respond, but yeah, I mean, that was the moment that I was like, okay, you know, there's a similarity here and that's what really started our connection. But after that, we just kept getting paired up on the the different dates. So she always went with Kurt just out of random chance. And so Mm -hmm. we didn't get a chance to really hang out around each other uh, Mm -hmm. until what was it? The boat day. The boat day. We had a boat party day. Yeah. Yeah. The boat day was a lot of fun. And that was really where we had the first opportunity to hang out and talk and and see just how similar we were. And the connection Mm -hmm. just grew from there. I mean, it it really did. I mean, hometowns uh, really, you know, showed me that she was able to get along with my family, my brothers. I mean, it was a big turning point, but really our connection just grew over time. I mean, there was, there was so much of our conversations and so much of the, the different, um, you know, whatever you want, kissing or making out. Sentimental moments. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. That's a nicer ha- way of saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Making out. Yeah, yeah. Making out um, that just didn't make the cut. Yeah. That is crazy. You know, I, I did want to get into the cut things that did make it and didn't make it because, Stephen, I've been a little hard on you. I'm not going to lie. I've kind of <laughs> crowned you the blindside king because it seems like you really blindsided a lot of these girls um, mm-hmm. when you did, you know, ask them to leave. Is that actually what occurred or were there actually conversations about your your questions with them that we just did not see? I think for the most part, uh, you know, we Kurt and I had candid conversations with every one of the women to see where things worked out and where things didn't. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, for me, I was really trying to open myself up to all the women there. Whereas Kurt was 
focused on just a few from the very beginning and almost didn't even have conversations with the other women. So I think that was another thing is, you know, the editors only had so much to work with and I was the one that was talking to all the women. And so that's all they had to be able to show. And so, you know, that's, I think that's where that maybe blindside, um, you know, eliminations come from. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it just, and to a viewer, it was just kind of like out of left field sometimes. Mm -hmm. So again, it makes sense. Like you're saying a lot of, a lot of conversations were cut. I mean, it is an hour long. Yeah, there's for for every 500 hours of footage, one hour makes the episode. So just shows you how much footage is not being used. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And like, I'm assuming you guys had a lot of conversations with Martin, too. Like, were you guys going <laughs> to Martin for advice on on the girls and stuff? Yeah, I mean, we talked with Martin. We hung out with Martin uh, off camera and even on camera so much that didn't make the scenes, um, you know, not necessarily advice, uh, but really just uh hanging out with Martin as a, a really cool guy. He's hilarious. What you see on camera is what you, what we got off camera with Martin. I mean, he is so funny. Uh, I mean, I feel like a lot of his one-liners just didn't make the cut or a lot of his jokes that just kept us cracking up yeah, the entire time. Didn't make hilarious. the cut. I feel like they showed a couple of those as you, as they say in my country, I feel like he had a new one each week and they only put like two of them in there. Oh, he had a new, not each week. He had a new one each like conversation. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of course yeah. he did. He had a lot. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Did he do any Rod Stewart impressions for you guys? Did you guys know that uh, he's a Rod Stewart impersonator? Yeah. Wow. So there oh, was, did? yeah, for Kurt and I up at the guest Lucky. house. So, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So bad. Yep. So Kurt and I wrote a song for the women after our meltdown at the movie premiere, and we <laughs> called it Broken in the Bathroom. And uh-huh. we wanted to sing it to the women at the campfire. So we're sitting up there in the guest, uh, guest house just practicing, and Martin walks in and he's like, Good Lord, that sounds awful. Because Kurt and I. <laughs> Kurt and I can't sing at all. Like, honestly, thank goodness it did not make the cut because it, it would have so been bad. so bad. It was so, it was bad. so bad. Like, lyrically, it was genius. Uh, Kyle was like, ah, if you would have sung, I probably would have been out. I would have just been like, ah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I, like, I'm pretty proud of the, the lyrics because it was actually, uh, it was pretty catchy. But delivery was awful. Like, we're a horrible singer. And Martin comes in, he, like, picks up the paper, and then he starts singing. And it's like, holy hell, like, Martin's actually extremely talented yeah we're, we're excited mm-hmm. we're gonna talk to him um i think later today actually so we're, we're, yeah, we're very awesome. excited we have our white gloves ready yeah yeah <laughs> you have a little bell oh absolutely do you want some do you want some oh my God. Oh, ptsd, PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> no more bells no more bells forever <laughs> no Never. bells just waking up in the middle of the night <laughs> yeah oh my god uh, where is he where is he where is he coming is it elimination is it elimination yeah so going back, I think um, one of the things that the audience really enjoyed is that this didn't feel like another reality dating show in terms of like the dates and the way it was handled and keeping people separated. There was lots of times where you were able to just go to the house in the morning and say hi to everybody, just chill and hang late. Do you feel like having those abilities to do that was also easier for you guys to be able to just feel like you're living your life and get to know the ladies more. And then for you, Cal, it it also feel like this is just like a normal situation. It didn't feel so much like, Oh, we got to keep them separated until like, and now you talk and now you're done talking. We take you away from each other. Yeah. I didn't feel as forced whenever they were able to come and just hang out as a group with us. Mm -hmm. Um, which was nice because, you know, obviously on group dates, whenever you're trying to like pull them for one-on-one, it feels like very forced. So 
it was nice like to just have a normal setting to conversate and just have fun in. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there was one day that we had a uh, big storm roll in and the lightning delay shut down all of the cameras oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. for literally like two and a half hours. And we just hung out with the women in the living room off camera, just literally just being like, normal. Yeah, that was and that was really, really cool. Like that actually allowed us to, you know, whenever you're on camera, you have to be on just to make sure you're not, you know, presenting yourself I mean, in a bad light. Yeah, you know? well, it's just different with, you know, 20 cameras in your, it's just different. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, you're able to like relax a little bit. Yeah. And strapped up with a mic pack, you don't want to be talking about how hot the PAs are or anything like that. You right. Know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's some bad things that can be caught. Oh my God. <laughs> just a real bad choices when you got a mic strapped to yourself. Yeah. yeah, and let me just say, the women were not the only ones talking about how good looking of a guy Winston is. I'm sure. Her and I were like, man, Winston's a good looking dude. Like... <laughs> If I was there, man, I'd be like, can we get him out of here? It's yeah, our yeah, show. Yeah, we were like, man, you I need to uh, replace Winston or replace one of us with <laughs> yeah. Winston. So after they did start removing him, though. Yeah, they did. The whole oh, yeah, Sarah really? Thing, they did start like making yeah. him work more behind the scenes and not in front of the woman. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I remember looking him up and I, I, I mean, me and Mixie talked about this. We were like, this guy's a plant. plant. There's no way. <laughs> I work in production. Do you think? We thought we thought so. Really? I mean, oh, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it, honestly. Yeah, he's a good-looking dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking in the credits. I'm like, he's not going to be credited. And it's a Winston Churchill. I go, fake, 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 <gasps> fake, fake, yeah. fake. Oh, my gosh. You're probably right. No, yeah, it's he, his real name, Winston Churchill. Well, but he was around a lot, like a lot, <laughs> a lot. And then all of a sudden, after that whole scandal, if you will, happened, yeah. um, he, like, disappeared. Yeah. And he was, like, barely around, so... <laughs> Oh, and Kurt, and I, Kurt and I gave him so much hell after that too. I mean, every time we've seen him, we're like, "Well, Winston, which you know, what other women are you taking from us? I mean, just let us know. Just give us a heads up at least." Yeah. Well, I want to talk a little bit about the finale because we did actually get to see you guys. You know, have have that connection when you guys were making dinner. Has cooking together gotten easier? Yes, it has. <laughs> yeah. Let me just say. You know, fish was about the worst option. Worst choice. Yes. Honestly, that house, we had, they had to bring in like ozone generators because that house smelled so bad. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> that was my follow-up. Who picked the fish? Yeah. Did you okay. No. So production, you know, they told me, they're like, what do you like to eat at home? And at the time I was like dieting and I was like, oh, you know, like grilled chicken, like tilapia. That like is the worst choice. And so they're like, oh, tilapia, you like to make tilapia? And I was like, I mean, oh, yeah, it's all sure. right. And they're like, okay, we'll go get you some. And I was like, oh, well. Like I didn't even have, you know, at that point it was set in stone. I was like, dang it, I would have done something like spaghetti or something, something real easy. easy. Yeah. I mean, we were like, why didn't they do steak? Yeah. You have oh, yeah. the cows. Kala yeah. has the background like steak. Yeah, yeah it yes. would have made so much more sense. Instead, we freaking tried tilapia in. Oh. Okay. I am honestly, I swear to God, I've told Kala this and I've cooked for her a lot since then. Just trying to like, you know, Make up build up my reputation here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I am actually a good cook. There's something about 20 cameras being on you. Yeah. Like, it was a nightmare. I mean, yeah, that, I fish, that he, fish was raw. He can cook. I don't know if you've cooked fish for me since then, though. No, I haven't. I've stayed away from fish. Yeah. I mean, PTSD again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Weird. Oh, that's so funny. So, you guys obviously stayed. Uh, you're still together. I, I want to mm -hmm. ask Kala. What's up? When... Steven was, you know, he, he obviously picked you and then a box showed up. Your face for a split second. 
Oh. Did you think he was getting down on a knee right there? When he, oh my gosh. Well, so as soon <laughs> back as Backstory. Yeah, backstory. As soon as he reached into his jacket, I was like, oh, please no, please no. Because I am not somebody who would ever jump into an engagement like that. Yeah. I mean, we did have a solid connection, but I wasn't. We only had two we had, solo dates. Well, exactly. we had known each other yeah. for what, six or seven weeks, maybe? Yeah, known each and other so, for six or seven weeks and only had two solo dates. I, you know, never met her brothers, her dad. Yeah. Like, that's just, we're not that type of people. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So, yeah, I definitely panicked. And as soon as he did that, like, he knew what I was saying. He's like, don't worry, it's just a promise ring. And my <laughs> reaction literally was, okay, thank God, because I would have, yeah. like, walked away. Yeah. I saw your eyes for a split second, and then maybe it was when you were like, don't do it. I was yeah. like, please don't. Please don't make me walk away from this right yeah. now. Well, the scary thing was we didn't know what to expect with the finale because on one of the, the commercials, they um, edited in. I don't know if my voice was too high. I don't have a great deep voice, or maybe I just didn't <laughs> say the lines right. They edited in a guy's voice as you see me pop open the ring box. Uh, and what did they say? I can't remember it what they said, like, but it made it sound like a proposal. Yeah, yes. Oh. I was like, are they going to edit my voice and like add in someone else's <laughs> voice where it looks like I proposed? We, like, yeah. I was actually very nervous. I about was that. nervous too. We didn't know what to expect. And we also didn't tell each other, I love you or mm -hmm. anything like that. And so mm -hmm. we were like also nervous, like just how the editing would go with yeah. all of that. Yeah. You didn't have like avocado or panda or any of those type of things. <laughs> no, we didn't, we didn't have, have any, any cute, cute code, uh, words. code words or anything. <laughs> we were just pretty plain Jane. Yeah. Just talked like normal people. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 yeah absolutely wild though we were seeing those things is like oh man like uh yeah it's a very very different situation at what point did you find out there'd be somebody else there with you so about mm, a month before i left for the show uh the producers texted me and they're like hey do you have any cute single friends that are broke and they hadn't told us anything about the show and that just came out of nowhere i was yeah. at lake of the ozarks like i was out on a boat and i was like the hell are they asking me this for? Like, this is a weird question. And I texted back. I said, I mean, I have some single friends, but they're doing pretty well for themselves. Yeah. And uh, they're like, oh, okay, never mind. And I never heard anything else that day. And I was at the time, I didn't really want to like bother them with like asking questions. And so then, uh, you know, I get down to Atlanta and one of the producers, the main one that was sticking with me while I was in my hotel quarantine was like, um, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow when you meet the other guy. And I, I was putting two and two together and I was like, oh, wait, because they asked for a poor single friend, like I see kind of the play that's going on here because they didn't tell us it was Joe Millionaire up to this point. Yeah. I mean, I'd been vetted, like, honestly, I was vetted harder on my financial status than I've ever been from any tax auditor. Like they went through, <laughs> I, I went through like four months of just sending them as much documentation as wait, I could. Really? Oh my goodness. Wow. Like I was wow. getting so, so frustrated. It was to the point, I was so frustrated. I was like, look, I'm spending all my time sending you guys information. I'm done with this. I'm not saying anything else. Like, fly out here and look at my stuff if you want to see it in person. Well, yeah, I was gonna say if you just looked at your compound, they wouldn't they wouldn't have questioned you anymore. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I was trying to say. And it was just I was like, this is insane. I don't even know if I'm gonna be the guy yet. And yeah. uh, you know, finally uh, got through all that documentation. So I knew I was like, okay, they want me to be you know this wealthy one for a reason. And then whenever I seen that text about the poor single one, I was like, okay, I see the play here. And then I was nervous. I was like, oh, great. It's going to be like a jealous competition. And yep. I just don't want to be seen as like the arrogant rich guy because I'm not at all like mm -hmm. one bit. And so that was what I was nervous about. So I talked to the producers and was freaking out until I met Kurt and seeing how things were going to work out. I mean, within two minutes of meeting him, it was like, okay, he's just, you know, we're just bros. I have to imagine yeah. that 
the thought process that you just went through and then you figure out you're like two minutes in like that. Honestly, you couldn't you couldn't have tried. It, it couldn't have got any better, at least looking at no. it. Yeah. So when you're going sure. through this process and have because this has got to be incredibly difficult to do this alone. Now you have somebody else who's doing it with you. Mm-hmm. How differently do you feel this would have gone not having him there with you and then vice versa, him having you to kind of like go through this together? Yeah, I honestly, I don't know how the other shows do it. Like being a lead on like The Bachelor or anything where you are the only guy. Yeah, it, it would be you'd feel like you were on an island, um, to be honest with you. There are so many the, the group dates are so stressful and so mentally taxing that by the time you get back to your house, I mean, just being able to hang out with Kurt and just bounce ideas off with him and just just hanging out yeah. uh, was such a nice thing to kind of rejuvenate me for the next day. So doing that by yourself, I, there's no way I would have been able to do it. I understand that. Well, Let's let's go to post show. You guys are together now, obviously. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Yes, congrats. Love it. What has it been like for you, Kala, um, living on the farm with Stephen and his family? <laughs> well, I just moved up here a couple days ago. So, okay. um, we moved up here. We moved all my stuff up in a U-Haul, and I was in shorts and a t-shirt. I'm coming from Dallas. Yeah. And as soon as we pull up in his driveway, it starts sleeting and snowing it's like literally a blizzard outside oh, right now no. so it's been an, an adjustment but yeah um, you know very exciting changes and i'm just like happy that we can finally be together and you know actually start our relationship like mm-hmm. as a normal couple we don't have to hide anything anymore um yeah it'll be nice and yeah talk about the house yeah i mean so we've got obviously living up here in the small town right now i have a house right around the farm but we bought a house down in Kansas City oh, uh, that's, closing oh, awesome. yeah, that's closing at the end of March. So we're going to be moving down there and then be split in time, mostly living in the city, but come up here on the weekend. So she's not stuck in this small town yeah. forever. There was, <laughs> it'll be, there it'll was be a nice balance of both. There was one night her dog was barking in my bedroom oh, window. Oh, my gosh. Um, so I have. No, he's outside. Yeah, he was outside. Yeah. We chase the possums. Yeah. <laughs> it was pitch dark outside. He's already in bed. This is like the second day I move up here. And I let my dog out and it's snowing. So I'm not going outside with him. I just let him out. He's like a little 13 pound dog. Yeah. And all of a sudden he like darts off and just starts barking at something. And I was like, Steven, get out of bed. Like, come here, like get your gun. I don't know what's like he's barking at. Yeah. Was- wow. Yeah. There, and then, so there was one, another night where, um, you know, my, I have a bedroom window that literally is like a full length bedroom window. There's no, um, curtains, uh, or, curtains or screens on it or anything. and Callis sees a couple animals outside and it's two possums. And so I jump up, like I'm in my boxers. I open up the window and I jump out the, the window thing you and I go, <laughs> I go grab them by the tail and I like hold them up. I'm he like, look, jumped oh out my God. window in his boxers and like ran and picked up a possum. <laughs> I was like, what am I getting myself into right now? And then brought it back to you. Yeah. No, he dropped it. I, I let it go. You're like, you wash those hands before you get back in this bed with me, sir. <laughs> oh, one thousand percent. Take a yeah. shower, mind you, at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, that segues beautifully into where is Bubbles? Is Bubbles still there? <laughs> Does Bubbles third wheel with you guys? So Bubbles, uh, right after the show, Bubbles got a little too big and fat, and then got into the fridge too much. Mm. So we actually took Bubbles to it's a rehab. We took Bubbles to a rehab facility where basically they teach them to you know fend for themselves and get food for themselves and then rehabilitate them to where they can be released into the wild. So Bubbles is out there in, in the great land of North Missouri. Yeah, uh, living life. Living life. Living That's large. very convenient also, for you, Calla, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I'm not too mad about that. <laughs> yeah. And also, we learned that Bubbles is a she. Oh, she. oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Plot twist. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we don't want to misgender any better. No. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. getting canceled. <laughs> not getting canceled right after the show's done. Yeah. No way. We're, we're not doing that. Also, beautiful role for Bubbles playing the playing into all the TV things, becoming a oh, big star, yeah. overeating, oh, and yeah. having to go to rehab for substance yep. abuse. Yeah. Just love yep. the love the storyline of Bubbles there. Sounds about right. <laughs> oh, man, that's so funny. Well, I do want to get into a little bit, and I hope that this this is okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Kala, what was it like re-watching Kurt and you, especially the finger shot at the cotillion oh the finger, we call that the uh the finger uh finger night heard around the world because it started oh. we would think such a simple little deal wouldn't cause such a big controversy oh my goodness yeah that was like a, yeah that started like a lot of drama in the house <laughs> oh yeah we were mad um i mean Kurt and I, like initially we hit it off we had a good conversation at the cotillion ball and um, you know, obviously for that day, we didn't get to choose where we went or who we went with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we were actually, Whitney and I really wanted to go to the country bar. It would have been, and obviously watching it back, it was way more fun than the cotillion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that got some girls mad. <laughs> well, what was it like watching it back? Were you, first of all, I'm assuming you were expecting it to make the cut since it caused such a stir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. Did you give Steven a heads up about the, the oh, thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. what's did. funny is like Kurt and I, you know, we were just, you know, we really we're, didn't care. Um, you well, know. and we're all such good friends now that it's yeah. like almost like comical to watch it back. Okay. Yeah, for right? sure. For sure. And so, yeah, so she gave us a heads up and was like, she was freaking out about it because she's like, I just don't like, I remember how I thought it went down. Yeah. And I'm just scared. Like, I don't want to be seen as like, like this drama, drama starter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I mean, honestly, what happened was, um, I mean, we were, you know, having conversation, but he was also talking with the other ladies. It wasn't just like all focused on me the whole night. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the night, um, obviously he licked my finger and people got a little jealous about that. Um, But I didn't have any conversations with any of the women that night. And then all of a sudden the next day, they're like, we need to have a meeting. Like everybody (laughs) come to the living room. Like we need to sort this out. And I literally was like, what is happening? Like what even happened for this to be a thing? Wow. So it was very, yeah, it was very funny watching it back, but how they edited it was pretty much how it went. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, well, this segues into Steven, what was it like being Eskimo brothers with Kurt? And like, (laughs) at what point were you guys like, okay, we really got to just separate this now. It's like too much. Um yeah, so technically not Eskimo brothers. They uh, kept us separated. There was no uh, infiltrating the guy's house. Okay. Uh, yeah, we had security guards in our house 24-7. Really? Yeah, funny side story, actually. Uh, the campfire night. Kurt, uh, in the middle of the night, him and I were in a tent together. He got up and tried to leave the tent to um, go find a certain someone that is Ooh. still going to be there on the finale. Yeah. Uh-huh. Interesting. Interesting. And uh, I heard Quest, about this, actually. Yeah, Quest, the security guard, comes running down the hill because they're in the security guard room watching all the cameras. And I hear him start yelling at Kurt. And I'm like, what is going on? And he's telling Kurt to get back in the tent. Kurt was doing his best to uh, get a little uh, little fun in on that night. Wow. <laughs> we heard about that the next day. The woman did. That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, good for him. Put in that effort. I mean, it had yeah. to have been tough. You guys were like right down the hill. Yeah. Knowing that they're right there. 
we said that we needed like a, um, well, and they didn't let Kurt and I drink a whole lot. So coming out of that show, we were like, we need like a 30 day, like sex rehab and, uh, you know, sobriety certificate. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You should teach a class on how to like not sleep with everybody on the show. I think, uh, there's somebody on one of the other shows right now that might need a little bit of that advice. Yeah. 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 Maybe honestly, it's a little slight problem yeah. sometimes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That was going to cause some serious drama. Banging everyone. Yeah. Kind of, it kind of screws things up a little bit. You Avoided know? A, yeah. a couple issues that yeah. could have arose. So for yeah. Sure. yeah, for sure. If you thought Twitter was rough to begin with that, yeah, yeah that exactly. on top, it, it really wouldn't have gone well. I want to talk about a little bit about, there were some great moments where um, you guys were hanging out together and, and, you know, he was talking at one time. He says like, you're the, like the poorest rich man I've ever met, not being mm-hmm. able to do the champagne or things about wine. What, was was there like any moments between you guys that did not make air? I'm sure there were so many, the amount of time you were spending where you're like, this was just such a fun time that we had. And I, I really wish like that would have made it in or they could have sent me the clip. They edited it just for us to have anything like that that jumps out. In your yeah. head? I mean, truly every single day with Kurt <laughs> and I, I mean, our, like our double interviews. I mean, there's so much that didn't make the cut. I mean, we just, just made complete fools of ourselves and yeah. loved every minute of it. So there was more of those like Edison light bulb moments that exactly there. <laughs> literally yeah. like we kept trying to spell words or we'd use the wrong word. And we're like sitting there for like 30 seconds, just thinking about it. We're like, I don't think we meant that. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the, the, you know, Albert Einstein, yeah. you know, inventing yeah. the light bulb. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, good stuff. Oh, my goodness. Well, okay, after you guys uh, got together and you got your promise ring, did you guys take, like, a trip together, or was it, like, immediately back home, separated, long distance? It was immediately back home. In fact, they took the ring um, because they didn't want Cal to have it uh, in case of photos or anything. Yeah, we got to spend, like, a day and a half together. Yep. And then, yeah, we both went back home. Yep. Okay, and then how long after that did you guys see each other for the first time? So we got home on Monday and you came up Friday. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, you guys, I don't even know if we can call that long quick. distance. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we, uh, like I said, we've probably snuck in more trips than any contestants on any dating show ever yeah. has. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad that you guys were able to yeah. do that. Yeah, it's been really nice. Yeah, it Definitely. made it nice. Kala, for for you going through this process, having all these women around, I've also mentioned a couple times on this podcast and others, there are times where that it's got to be incredibly difficult knowing that everyone is basically going for the same people you are. How do you deal with that kind of mentally? Did you have an approach that you took? Was it you just talking to everybody else and the fact that it seemed like everybody was really cool with each other? Again, unlike other other shows. Mm-hmm. Can you walk us through your thought process? Because I imagine like just the the mental energy it takes yeah. on your side, let alone Steven and Kurt's side dealing with this as well, has got to be something yeah. that you've never had to deal with before. Yeah, um, I only had a few mental breakdowns during the show <laughs> that didn't make that it. Thank goodness. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I mean, it was definitely very hard, um, you know, being in the competition aspect of it all with 18 other women you know, competing for two guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just not being able to like get the time in, like, I'm just not an assertive person at all, yeah. especially when it comes to dating. And so being on group dates, like that is how you would get time with the guys is, you know, going up and interrupting someone else's date or like pulling the guys. And so it was really challenging for me in that aspect, because a lot of the other women were way more assertive. So I was just kind of like laid back. And I didn't really 
want to act out of, like, I wanted to be who I was and be real about it. And I, but it's hard because it's a competition. So like, I, that was like my mental, like, that was what I was like the most challenging for me going back and forth between that. Were you going into that finale walking, you know, towards him? Were you like, it's me, I'm I'm 100% huh. certain of that? Or were there doubts yeah. in your brain? Well, at that point, I knew it was me because, so they had me get ready at 3 p.m., like full hair, makeup, dress. And then I did not see Steven or walk out until 5 a.m. Oh, my God. You are kidding me. No. Uh, oh, I wish I was because <laughs> I probably redid my makeup and my hair like five separate times. I had like, wow. But by yeah. the end of the night, I probably had like five or six Red Bulls and yeah. they were just having the opposite effect of, on me at that point. I was so <laughs> delusional. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. You were camera ready at three o'clock and then you did not go down to film that segment until 5 a.m. So you knew that you were second. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so the order yeah, of operations, it, it went, yeah, 3 p.m., get ready, uh, do our interviews, our solo interviews. And then uh, 9.30 to 10 p.m., we were down at the, the mansion. Um, you know, this finale was set in the backyard of the mansion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About 11.30 at night, Annie comes in. I send her home. Um, about 1 in the morning, Carolyn comes in. Kurt sends her home. And then Amanda came in at like three. Kurt picks her to win. And then 5 a.m. was uh, Kala coming in. And then I pick her to win. Yeah. So it, so was, it was crazy. By that point, 5 a.m., I was like, if he doesn't pick me, I'm going to be freaking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as I walk into the mansion, there was a huge table set up. And it was all like it was pictures of Steven and I. So I was like, OK. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so it was well known at that point. Okay, that makes sense. Damn, that is insane. Yeah. That was a question we had on our list here is like the logistics of that. And also I would say, you know, the editing choice of of, of how they were stringing those all together. It didn't really make, like what is going on. It was interesting. It was interesting. There was like we were watching that finale. We we're like, what's going on I know. Here? I was like, what is about to happen? Are they about <laughs> to like twist this whole thing right now? Yeah. I'm glad you guys were thinking that because we were on the edge of our oh, yeah. seats. Like, which, who came in first? What time is yeah, it? Where? We, honestly, we were so <laughs> yeah, confused. We we're like, so this confused. is not, like, what is going because on? Because I think it showed me getting out of the car first. And I was like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. No, yeah. no, I was that was first. Yeah, we're like, holy smokes. They're going to, like, edit this to where I pick Annie. Yeah. Like, what is going on? <laughs> did I pick Annie? Who did I pick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we were like, what in the world? Oh, that's so funny. I'm sitting here going, well, I know how this ends. Let's get this yeah. over with. <laughs> Because I yeah. had taken a fondness to her. Everybody listening to this knows. So I want to say thank you. First of all, congratulations <laughs> to you, but also thank thank you for me. Annie's going out on a date with Steven. Oh, hey. right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> At least that's what I keep telling myself in my head. We'll see if what that <laughs> Was that the longest day of filming you guys had? Nope. No. The first night was just as long. First night, yeah. we didn't. We started at 2 p.m. and we didn't get to our beds until 9.30 in the morning. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We had to go back to the hotel, so it was like 11 a.m. for us. Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. The people that listen to our podcast, we call them the hotties, hot take hotties. We had Mm -hmm. a ton of hotties ask us, Stephen, for the relationship status of the males in your family, both your Uh, father (laughs) and your brothers. So can you tell Uh. us who's, who's available and who's not? Yeah, so my dad is single, and I and am ready to mingle. and ready to mingle. Okay. Good Lord. let me tell you, if anyone has loved this little flash in the pan of fame, it is him. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's, just, he's soaking it up. He's soaking it up. The dude, we call him Insta God now, and yeah. he was like so against social media. <laughs> he loves it. Oh, I love that. So he is on Instagram. 
Yeah, he is. Steve oh A. McBee. No, there you go, ladies. There you go, ladies. Slide in. Slide. Yep. My brother Jesse, he's the one that looks like Casey Dutton off Yellowstone. He is in a relationship. Sorry, ladies. Yep, sorry, yeah. ladies. And then my brother Cole is single. So you got two out of the three that are, are available. Okay. Two out of three ain't bad. I know that's yeah. Song. <laughs> okay, so we have a few more things that we want to touch on, but before uh, we get there, I just wanted to know what your guys' like plans are for the future. Like you said, you got a house in Kansas City. Have you thought past that? Like actually getting down on one knee, kids, things like that. Where, where, what is your guys' plan for the you know, future? I think we're just gonna take it at our own pace, mm-hmm. take it slow. We're both not people to jump into anything. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I mean, we're not, uh, we don't want to jump the gun on anything. We certainly enjoy the relationship and we've built on our connection each and every day, but we're not going to, uh, you know, just jump the gun. I, you know, it took us a while to even form a connection on the show. That's just because of the way we are. Um, and so, you uh-huh. know, we're not, we're not ones to, to fall in love head over heels on day one. So we'll yeah. just take it day by day. I think that's great. That sounds like a really healthy relationship. Yeah, definitely. Before we get to our last two questions here, which we ask everybody that we have come on and we want to thank you again for your time. I do have to mention there's been uh, obviously you guys clearly listen to the podcast. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, mm-hmm. I've always had a thing against Stephen with V's because I'm a Stephen uh, with a PH and growing up. Well, it's it's reciprocated. I have a thing against the PHs. <laughs> OK, I don't feel as bad now, bro. I don't feel as bad now. It's a healthy rivalry. OK, I'm good. Is this real? I'm good. I was like talking to you. Now. I'm like, I like this guy. Even though he's a V, I like this guy. Yeah. I will yeah. say the reason for that, just to give some clarification so you don't think it's personal. Growing up as Stephen with the PH, anywhere I went, Disney, Universal, wherever, Toys R Us, those little personalized like license plates for your bikes yeah. or like yeah. mugs or keychains never had yeah. Stephen with PHs. Always Stephen with V's, and I just breeded this discontent. So I just want to say, I'm yep. sorry. I'm sorry. I've said some things, but it's just based off you know childhood issues, as all things usually are. You know, you know, some trauma. Yeah. No, I honestly I feel the same way. Every time yeah. someone misspells my name and they tweet at me, uh, I'm talking to Cal. I'm like, that's not even Stephen. That's Stefan. There's no way you pronounce that, Steve. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't know what to tell you. My dad's from England. His his mom's from Germany. It just melds. I don't know how it works either. They tried. My last name's LaFranc. It doesn't make any sense. It's French, but my dad's from England. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I wanted to ask you a real quick question because you, you have like – it's not just farm business you got going on. You got tons of other things going on. One thing I want to talk about is the car washes. Because Mm -hmm. I think this is like the new business thing. Can you tell us about the business of car washes and like how like this just seems like a great hack. It's a hack, right? It's a business Mm -hmm. hack. There can't be that many costs associated, right? Or am I thinking crazily? It's it's a good business. You look at farming and just how labor intensive it is and you're dealing with the hardest, you know, the hardest factor of them all, which is mother nature. Like literally you can go out and plant all your acreage and then have a flood or a drought and have to go do all that work again. Or a freeze or something like that. Yes, exactly. I'm from Florida. The amount of stories we covered in news, uh, orange juice prices are going to go up because there was a freeze. None of the crop made it. Just dealing with yep. all that stuff. But in I pay for a, a a car wash subscription out here, $33 a month. I go through as many times as I want. And I'm going through yep. There's so many people in line. I'm like, they're just sitting there like 
the, yeah, the gold coins dropping on them and stuff it's, like that. It's you know? pretty solid. We're, we, uh, yeah, the car wash business is pretty solid. And then we added coffee to it. So we have, you know, two, uh, basically every basic man and basic woman's dream yeah. is to, you know, have a car wash and get their coffee driving through. So, and we have, <laughs> hot, great we have hot coffee and cold coffee. So it's going to be awesome. That's really smart. Tell them the logo or the logo. Oh yeah. So the, so the billboards, billboards are going up and then we have a projector that goes onto the windshield and it's the second best three minutes you'll have in a car. <laughs> it's a really smart play. I love that. Yeah. I mean, the marketing does itself. The marketing does itself mm-hmm. with that. It does. It yep. tells itself. It's like having the wings in, um, you know, in Nashville and stuff like that, you know, that where yep. all the ladies take the photos and stuff. <laughs> Stand yeah. in front yep. of it, take a good IG photo. That's so funny. So we've asked everybody on the show that we've had come on. One of the great moments is, uh, I think, on this show's history and reality TV show history is Brie going, Tati Martin! <laughs> and I'm sure th- she thought she saw God with that spotlight shining yep. in her face before she shoved down that hot dog. Yeah. Um, so we've asked everybody who's come on to do their best impression of her saying Daddy Martin. So, you know, I, I can play the audio if you need to, if you need to, if you need to hear it Maybe. for a little quick yeah, reference. Yeah, let's it? hear it. Let's hear it if you got it. Daddy Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bree. She's like the she's the funniest human ever. It's so good. And when we had her on, she did it as well, and it was so good. It was a carbon copy. She just kept saying it the entire episode. She's so. I love her. Again, one more time. Here we go. Daddy Martin. There it is. (laughs) Daddy Martin. Yeah, Daddy Martin. Hey, that was good. She didn't even pronunciate the T. She goes Martin. No. Martin. Yeah, Brie is hilarious. That's what oh, that's uh you know, that episode um that night at the campfire. I, I mean she was cracking us all up. It, oh she did God. that at the honky tonk too. I mean, like that that night she had everyone rolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the way back to the house from the honky tonk date, they had brought this tray of hot dogs and literally Brie was just like throwing them in everyone's face on the bus. <laughs> it was like so, literally throwing. Right? It was so funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> Her and hot dogs, man. She finds yeah, him finds in a bed. bed. It was so funny. Oh <laughs> okay, well, this is the final question. And like we said, we ask everyone that we talk to this. And it's very important to us that you make a stance. Don't play the fence game. Don't get on the fence. We realize you're going to have to choose a side and just choose so a side. So here we go. Oh, gosh. Pineapple on pizza. No. Mm-mm. Whoa. Oh, adamant knows. No. Nope. Adamant no. knows. Nope. Have you tried it? Yes. Were you drunk? No. That's the problem. Okay, so maybe I should do that then. <laughs> yeah, it's only good when you're drunk. That's my personal opinion. I wouldn't order it, but I'd eat it. You still like dip it in ranch? Absolutely. Okay. Wait, we went to Punta Cana uh, and we had late night munchies and they only had room service available. And so we kept calling. The only oh. only thing they had available for some random reason was pineapple pizza. Is that the night I got food poisoning? Yeah, she got food poisoning. <laughs> how bad for the people who at home have never had food poisoning? Can you tell them about how terrible it is? It was like uh, the devil coming out of her. I, like I, It was I don't so even bad. I not go into details, but I had a towel under me and I was bent over the toilet and it was not good. Yeah. I was throwing up. Well, I'm sure that bonded you guys quick. Oh, it did. It was great. He was, From, he was were you holding the hair? Yes, I was. 
actually was. Yep. That's so night. sweet. That's really so sweet. sweet. Yeah. yeah, that was like from 3 a.m. till noon, basically. Yeah, it was rough. It was a rough one. Pro tip next time, you just stand in the bathroom and stand in the tub and throw up. That's what I had to do. There's no <laughs> issues. You don't need a towel. You just have the water rain down yeah. on you. Yep. Just wash it all yeah. down. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Well, thank you guys. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. We're going to let you guys go. We really appreciate your time. Congratulations. We're happy to see that you guys are still together. A happy couple. We love it so much. Thank you. Yeah. yeah thank, thank you so you. much. We'll see you next time. Thanks for coming, guys. Bye. Yep. Right, bye. Appreciate it. Bye. Bye. Mixie, uh, I guess he's always been upset with uh, pHs as well. Did you see that coming? Yeah. I, I mean,. I guess a chivalrous rivalry you guys had. You were very, it was very cordial. Thank you. But understandable. You both had had traumas and I feel like you both were able to talk about it and Mm. find some common ground. It was honestly beautiful to witness. Maybe I can have a beer with him and maybe I'll have some of his jerky now and we can just like (laughs) chat it out and talk about it. You know? Yeah. Get a, get a coffee and a car wash and and a jerky. I mean, what else, what else could you want? Wow. Hey, McBee, if you're listening, and also maybe I'll just call you McBee now, and then I don't have to worry about you being a V. Like, McBee, should we do it? There you go. There you go. I'll get in the car. We'll do an interview in the car (laughs) as we're going through the car wash. We'll do the fastest two-minute interview on the face of the earth. We'll have a cup of coffee, and then after, I'll have a jerky and a beer. Let's do this. That sounds beautiful. It's what America wants. It's what America wants and needs. Well, it was lovely talking to them. Um, I really could see more of the relationship in this conversation than I did pretty much the whole season. So (laughs) it was nice to see that there was actually a connection there. Um, But, you know, with with a happy couple comes a heartbreak, unfortunately. So coming up very, very soon, we have our conversation with Annie and we get to hear the other side of the story. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh, God, you guys. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, it was a moment to behold. And I uh, I don't know if I held it together or not. We'll have to see. You'll have to wait and see. So make sure that you guys follow the podcast. Follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. Join the hotties. Link in the description. Um, leave us a review. Those are always helpful. We love that engagement, that sweet, sweet engagement. Um, but, Yeah. We're going to be back very soon with another interview, um, and we will talk to you then. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.